Well, welcome, friends, to the uh, the fifth of fifth of June. I hope you're you're doing okay, and um, I'm I'm struck that our each of our experiences is so different from uh, one another, and uh, lockdown isn't necessarily tough, tough, tough. We have good days, good days and hard days. Some of us are finding it a real joy, and some are real real strain. It's not all all bad, but I I don't know how you're doing. Um, I hope this is a a blessing to you and I, I just pray that these little 10 minute podcasts would be a little bubble of space and time for reflection and, and recharging really. Uh, the Lord, friends, is good. He's a strong refuge when trouble comes, really strong. And God is close to those who trust in him. Lord, as we come to you today, we recognise that we don't know what today will hold. Uh, you are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, and so you know the end from the beginning. Um, right now, in a moment of quiet, we hold our day out to you. And Lord, we recognise that... Um, we need to decide to focus on you, to draw near to you, to worship you now in order to gain from this. We can't be passengers. So right now we decide to set aside this moment. To centre our minds and our hearts and our whole being and identity on you. Would you gather up our scattered senses, thinking about this and that and to-do lists and family and lessons to teach and individuals. But would you gather up our scattered senses and focus them as sunlight through a magnifying glass on you? And we, we come here without shame, actually. Um, we, we so often curate and edit our outward-facing projection of ourselves to others, but we don't need to do that with you. So we bring you our sin. And we thank you, oh how we thank you for the assurance of forgiveness, of acceptance you give us through Christ's death on the cross. Christ died for us when we were sinners. You engaged in the most costly act of rescue when we were at our worst and that gives us great assurance. Please be our rescuer, thank you that you are. And we decide now to bring a large measure of expectation to you. And we pray that you'd fill us up, be our portion. Well, friends, here we are in um, Psalm 22. It's a bit of a longer one. I am actually going to read it all, uh, but I'll have a shorter uh, prayer at the end. Again, to remind us, it's a, a song to be sung for the director of music, to the tune of the Doe of the Morning, whatever that is, a psalm of David. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my cries of anguish? My God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer. By night, but I I find no rest. 
Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One, you are the one Israel praises. In you our ancestors put their trust, they trusted in you, and you delivered them. To you they cried out and were saved, in you they trusted and were not put to shame. But I am a worm, and not a man, scorned by everyone, despised by the people. All who see me mock me, they hurl insults, shaking their heads. Now he trusts in the Lord, they say. Let the Lord rescue him, let him deliver him, since he delights in him. Yet you brought me out of the womb, you made me trust in you, even at my mother's breast. From birth I was cast on you, from my mother's womb you have been my God. Do not be far from me. For trouble is near, and there is no one to help. Many bulls surround me, strong bulls of Bashan, and circle me, roaring lions that tear their prey, open their mouths wide against me. I'm poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart has turned to wax, it's melted within me. My mouth is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You lay me in the dust of death. Dogs surround me, a pack of villains encircles me, they pierce my hands and my feet. All my bones are on display, people stare and gloat over me, they divide my clothes among them and cast lots for my garment. But you, Lord... Do not be far from me. You are my strength. Come quickly to help me. Deliver me from the sword, my precious life, from the power of the dogs. Rescue me from the mouth of the lion. Save me from the horns of the wild oxen. I will declare your name to my people in the assembly. I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, honour him, revere him, all you descendants of Israel, for he has not despised or scorned the suffering of the afflicted one. He has not hidden his face far from him, but has listened to his cry for help. From you comes the theme of my praise in the great assembly. Before those who fear you, I will fulfil my vows. The poor will eat and be satisfied. Those who seek the Lord will praise him. May your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations will bow down before him, for dominion belongs to the Lord, and he rules over the nations. All the rich of the earth will feast and worship. All who go down to the dust will kneel before him. Those who cannot keep themselves alive. Posterity will serve him. Future generations will be told about the Lord. They will proclaim his righteousness, declaring to a people yet unborn, he has done it. Well, can I say what a privilege it is to read Scripture? Just by the by, I commend it to you to read the Bible out loud. It may make you feel a bit weird and wacky in your devotions. 
But I do think the scripture is designed to be read out loud and it really magnifies meaning. Well, here in Psalm 22, we get the voice of David, but the fulfillment as as so often in Christ. So obviously here, such a, a prophetic psalm pointing towards the Good Friday cross of Christ. Here is David mocked, receiving insults, people scorning him. He trusts the Lord, that the Lord rescue him. He uses the language of violent attacks from animals, bulls, lions, dogs, a dry mouth, the dust of death, bones out of joint, people dividing his clothes among them and casting lots for his garments. The amount of detail here penned roughly a thousand years before Jesus is astonishing. Isn't the Bible an amazing book? Isn't God's word powerful? But how wonderful, I think personally for me, to know that Christ has walked the walk of suffering and isolation and pain and confusion before us. And so he understands you. He understands what it is to be isolated, to be misunderstood, to be vilified, to ask the question. And and this, I think, for me at the moment is the most important thing. I don't know what it is for you, but for me, he knows what it is to ask the question, why? Verse one, my God, my God, why? Isn't that striking that we have a God who asks why in his humanity? There'll be many reasons why we might be wanting to ask the question why. Many reasons actually for those in the Dean Close community at the moment particularly. And I just think the Lord values that question. He doesn't necessarily want every question squashed with neat theological wrapping paper, neat answers, little bullet points. God the Son asks why. We can, we must ask the question why in faith. That is good. And finally, how amazing in those last few verses Consider this, David writes, posterity will serve him. Future generations will be told about the Lord. They will proclaim his righteousness, declaring to a people yet unborn he's done it. Well, friends, here we are, 3,000 years later, reading this song penned by King David, finding that this prophecy is coming true, that we are part of its fulfilment. Here we are telling one another about the Lord from this very psalm, which tells us that this will happen. Isn't God's word powerful? Let's say a couple of short prayers. The school prayer this Friday. 
Almighty God, we thank you for the gift of your holy word. May it be a lantern to our feet, a light to our paths, a strength to our lives. Take us and use us to love and serve everyone in the power of the Holy Spirit and in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Keep us, good Lord, under the shadow of your mercy in this time of uncertainty and distress. Sustain and support the anxious and the fearful and lift up all who are brought low that we may rejoice in your comfort, knowing that nothing can separate us from your love in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Let's close with the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope you have a great weekend when it comes. Bye now.